Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to Negro Please Radio. I'm your host, Chris Allen. How's everybody doing? Man, I just woke up, man. My voice sounds like crap. Give me a, a quick second. All right. I had to clear my throat. Jesus. Um, as usual, off the top, I want to take the time out to thank each and every last one of you guys for tuning in, downloading, streaming. However you're taking my podcast, I really, I really, I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Um, so tell an enemy coworker, tell somebody about the podcast. Okay. You know, that person at work, you never talk to, you know, the person, you know, that guy fucking everybody kind of makes fun of him because he doesn't talk. He's got, uh, weird shoes, you know, and every, everybody has built a life for this guy. Like, Oh, I heard he has nine cats. I heard he lives with his mom. I heard this. I heard that. You know, he drives a, um, what, are, what, do, what do weird co-workers drive? I would say it's typically like a, um, like a Fiat. It's either something small and cool or like just something plain and right, like a Camry. And it's just got a lot of shit in the back. That's, that's my experience. Maybe because I worked Intel for 15 years, I have a specific, like weird person kind of like, they have a lot of, um, they would have like a lot of comic book stickers and shit on their car. And these people would always have like a shit ton of um, trinkets and um, fucking just uh, collectibles at their desk. <laughs> a Star Wars um, lunchbox. That guy. Ugh. Yeah. And, and tell that guy about the podcast. Tell that guy. I don't know about any um are they I don't know about the weird woman at work. I guess there's I I've never worked with a, a quote unquote weird younger woman, but just an older lady with all the candy and like never shuts up. I was bringing candy in. She's cool, but uh she just talks way too much. And her cubicle is very domesticated. You know, she's got like the Lombard seat shit that she added she's got the fucking gel wrist rest for her computer keyboard you know just something for her feet just make it so comfortable <laughs> hey have you guys ever worked with that person who brings in a case of soda every monday <laughs> they just walk in with the diet cokes every monday I got to say, man, I really don't miss <clears throat> working in uh, corporate America. Would you consider the military? I guess it was a corporate setting, but I, I don't I don't miss the corporate lifestyle. I, I really don't. Um, I don't. <laughs> That's all I can say. I don't. What's the most annoying thing that you hate about your office? Write in. Tell Let me know. Negro, please. Radio at Gmail dot com. Let me know what you hate about your coworkers or hated about your coworkers. Um, I guess I'll just jump in. I, I want to keep this one light and fun, man. I'm just, um, I'm in a good mood. So, um, I, I guess I'll just jump into my milestone. For those who don't know, we have a, we have a nine-year-old, oh, soon to be nine-year-old son. His name is Miles. And I li like to talk about the different things that he's going through or, you know, sometimes it's big, sometimes it's small, sometimes it's, it's nothing. And, um, he's just, um, he's still building his, his, uh, levels and stuff like that. He's really on me about the, 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 uh, the new, uh, computer that he wants and I picked one out I'm, I'm getting it soon 
And um, I've picked out a desk as well, but I, I spoke to another friend of mine who she's a big gaming nerd. And she was like, go with the L shape. You're going to need an L shape. You need two monitors. So now I got to get a bigger desk than I plan. I got to get an extra monitor. And uh, look, <clears throat> I'm not one of these parents that's like, you know what? You'll be okay. You'll be fine with one monitor. I try to get people um, what I would want as well, especially when it's something in an area that I have interest in. Because I know if I built a computer for myself, I would want at least two monitors. So I'm not going to be that 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 parent that's like, you know what? I'm going to just teach a lesson here and just not get it just because. Just so they can not have what they want. So I'm I'm trying not to be that parent. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get the boy dual monitors. I know I'm spoiling the shit out of him, man. I know. I don't wanna hear it. It's my son. Let me do me. So dual monitors, um, L shaped desk. I'm I'm excited for him. Um, I just don't know how I'm gonna do it. I don't know, like um because I gotta say, it would be torture if I built everything and set it up the night before his birthday and then he woke up and it was a school day and he comes downstairs and he sees this brand new fucking computer, this desk, the chair, the heads the headphones, the dual monitors, the 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 tower is is just fucking light shining, is is making noises, is flashing. It's like, all right, off to school, man. You can play it when you get home. That would be torture. So maybe the weekend before his birthday, I'll, I'll get it set up that way he can he can have the entire weekend. I think I would be a hero too, because that's that thing when you when 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 you become older, you go, man, my dad used to like on my birthday, I would get my gifts early. He would always give them to me on a Saturday morning, and I would just have it all weekend instead of like here's your here's your brand new um, Nintendo on a Monday, but you can only play it for an hour a day until we until the weekend. I want I want him to be able to just go in and go in hard. Uh, that sounded weird, but uh, yeah. So I might just do it on a weekend. I might just do it on the weekend. I think giving it to him now will be a way too early because his birthday isn't until September. And you know how kids are. You know how we are. I know how I am. How I am. If you give me some shit a week before my birthday, that shit don't count. So. I can't do that. I have to give it to him closer because I know it's not going to count. Um, so that's the milestone. That's where we are. We got the computer picked out. Um, I got to get dual monitors and, and a desk and a chair. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm excited. I know he's excited. Uh, what I'm not excited about is I have to learn the program called Lunar Magic. I know I sound old when I say program. I guess it's an app or some type of um. It's a if you don't know what you don't know because you're not a fucking dork. It's a um some software that you use to build Mario ROM hacks. Uh, and he was on his head a while ago. He was like, "I want Lunar Magic." My wife bought home this real shitty computer like two years ago. So I'm like, um, it's I think it's a Dell, but the computer is like in the monitor. It's one of those. There's no tower. It's it's not a great computer. And he was just on his head. And I have so such a hard time telling this little dude no that I get this computer all hooked up. It's so old. It's so slow. I'm trying to get Lunar Magic downloaded on it. He's breathing down my neck. And I, I just I just can't do it. <laughs> I, I can't get it. 
you know. I think that's like the kid equivalent where like when you're young and like you got a you're like 22 and you're with a young lady who's super horny and like you finish up the first time and she's like, hurry up, get it back up. And you just like, I, I can't. I had way too much to drink. We were out clubbing. I can't. That was a one and done. And you just this just the pressure to try to get it back up. That's how I felt like him him just like download this what is that go back to that scroll over there click on this i'm like i can't i can't get it man and just i sat there for about an hour just trying to download shit trying to execute stuff unzipping things and it never worked and just the the look of disappointment in his face like you don't know what the fuck you're doing why are you my dad (laughs) I, i don't know i know that's how i felt our parents couldn't hook up a Nintendo. If you can hear my washing machine, I'm very sorry. I, I've said this on the, I'm very poor. I don't have a podcast studio. I'm not Joe Rogan. I don't I don't move to um a different part of the country, okay? Buy a complex, have have it buy land, have a building built around my podcast. I'm doing this in our second bedroom. If you can see all the shit that was in here, you would have no idea. You like this guy's podcast is so successful. Look how humble he is. He's in his second bedroom, okay, with shit all over the bed. There's suitcases, sneaker boxes, LED lights everywhere, um, un- unhanged photos, a Michonne sword from um, Walking Dead that a good friend got me. This is uh, one of my prized possessions, folks. Look at that. Now this... Now this <laughs> That is some that I've just ventured into some super nerdy black dude territory. Anytime a grown man pulls out a sword, it's over. <laughs> he is a fucking nerd. And I just did that. But I used to be obsessed with The Walking Dead, man. I used to be obsessed. Now it's just hard for me to even get through an episode, man. They I gotta be they ruined that fucking show for me. Obsessed. Every I couldn't, I had to be home. I had to see it live. I even had a TV, the DVR. I was not a DVR guy when it came to Walking Dead. So that's how you um, categorize and prioritize your shows back in, in the early 2000s. It's like, nah, man, that's not. I like that show, but it's not live worthy. I think Walking Dead and Lost, and obviously any sporting events. Uh, so, but Lost and Walking Dead were my I have to see it live shows. Those are my I had to see it live shows. And I think with Sopranos, yes, and Sopranos, because I want to say very early on, um, you could watch it on demand. Oh, you know what was cool about on demand way back in the day, young people? Um, they fixed it though. So when on demand was very, I think I feel like I said this before, but it was when it was very, very, very new. Um, they somehow fucked up and the episode would be on demand the day that it would come out. So I would just watch it early after. I think that happened for maybe a week or two. And then they, they realized like, Oh shit, we can't have that. And then they, they fixed that. Um, yeah, I used to like that because I would watch it and then go to the club. That's how much I love Sopranos. (laughs) I wouldn't, I would not. Especially, this is very specific, very specific. But when I was stationed in Phoenix, um, Sunday nights on a three-day weekend was like a huge club night. It was like the big night. They would charge 
30 bucks to get in, which was outrageous because it was usually like 15, 20. So 30 was like, damn, that's, that's for the three day weekend. It's going to be crazy. Um, and that was a big club night at this place, Jackson's, but I just couldn't miss the panel. So all my friends would go earlier and I would go, I'm not coming out until I watch Sopranos. So I would drive to my girlfriend's house because I didn't have HBO, couldn't afford it. I would go to watch Sopranos with her family, get dressed, and then go to the club and then proceed to yap about what happened on the Sopranos to a bunch of my friends that did not care back in 2002. <laughs> so um, speaking of Phoenix, man, shout out to the Milwaukee Bucks. <laughs> <laughs> man Giannis put on the performance Giannis put on a fucking performance game six that was uh that was amazing that guy you could tell he would not be denied that game six I mean he was any anytime he was close to the rim and he could get a hand on the ball it didn't matter if he was goaltending or not he was letting them know you're not getting anything free in here while I'm here that dude was gassed by the end of the game. And it was like, it was, it was just like, it was amazing to see. It was amazing to see. Um, he was just, he was so tired. and it, it, There were a few minutes left in the game. And I, I just thought like, this is why he did all the work. It all boiled down to this game. And specifically, the last three to five minutes of that game. That is why people in those positions work the way they do. To have that extra little bit of energy, that extra gear, that extra, like, I can get through it. I can get through it. I can finish this strong. I, I love seeing that shit, man. That's why, like, I love, like, the Green Berets, the Navy SEALs, the Rangers, any like special forces to I love that shit, man, because those are people they train to go fucking hard. And I'm not comparing Navy SEALs and shit to 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 um to athletes. It's, it's, it's apples and oranges, but I'm talking about people who train um when the stakes are at its highest. Um and I get it, nothing is bigger than a goddamn gunfight, but in the moment when you're like game six, game seven, any closeout game in the playoffs, the finals, that is what you, that's what you're training for. Those extra shots, that extra mile, those, those extra reps, you just, that, that extra hour of sleep you don't get. That's what it comes down to that, that mental fortitude just to go. There's only a minute and 18 minutes left. All I have to do is go hard for the next 78 seconds and it is over. It is over. And that's what the people like, that's what the elite athletes, elite um, war fighters do. Just people that who are elite. You can't give up at the end. Uh, it was fun watching Phoenix, man. It was great. But I got to say, man, that 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 value came back to bite them in the ass. They, they fucking gave up, man. I think they rode a little too high. I know. I know Chris Paul came in. He came in focused, man. But Giannis. Giannis was on another level. I obviously do not know Kobe Bryant, uh, but I think Kobe Bryant will be very, very proud of what that was a Kobe esque performance, man. That was some next level shit. You could tell that guy, he wanted it. He was hungry. You could tell 
at that moment, he was thinking about growing up in Greece, walking the streets, selling CDs, selling food, not having shit. He goes, this is my fucking moment, and I am going to snatch it, and he did. And as someone who's trying to pursue, uh, to say greatness is, is an overstatement, but for someone like me, I, I want to be great at comedy. I really do. And I I just, I love watching people go hard like that. It's so motivating. And uh, I'm so happy for them. I, I would have loved Chris Paul to have one. You know, I, I would have loved to have seen that. Maybe maybe he can get one. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how LeBron comes back because I, that dude, I think he about to put in work, man. After seeing that performance, I think anybody in that level, when you see somebody perform like Giannis, you're like, you know what? I'm about to get on my, I'm gonna get on my game. I'm gonna get on my game. That was so motivating to watch, man. I'm so happy for that dude and his whole family. It was great. And uh, what's also fascinating too is like when you watch a championship game like that, just how. The proximity of like the pure joy, elation, the I mean, the biggest achievement of your life at that point in time in your in your professional life, um, because I, I've I've said in the past I feel like championships are overrated. Uh, in the long run, they mean absolutely nothing. Um, but I I love to see people win. I think it's great. I I I just love just watching one person or a group of a small group of people make that many people happy. I mean, to see the crowd going wild in the arena outside, it's just, it's just something about bringing people joy that I absolutely love to do. That's why I love comedy, man. Just making people laugh. It's so much fun. It's so much fun. I, I, I love it, but um, I digress just to see the, the, so the pure joy, the, the, most happiest moment in someone's professional life right next to the devastation, the disappointment, the, the tears. I mean, the thing is there's tears all around, but just to see it side by side, it's, it's such a, it's just microcosm of life for every action. There's an equal and an opposite reaction. Like these people are, they could not be happier. I mean, all these, you look, you, as I get older, I, I look at things differently. I get it. These guys are grown. They're in their 20s and 30s and stuff like that. But when I see these guys and win championships, I all I see is the little kid. You know, the eight-year-old, nine-year-old kid, the jersey is sliding off the shoulder. They're so little. They can barely get the ball up to the rim. It, it's so fun. It's so, so pure. You know, all the parents are cheering. And then to win a championship, to go from the, the fun, innocent thing to, like, the biggest stage in the world. There's millions of dollars on the line. There's uh, legacies on the line. There's, you know, the city is on um, pins and needles. They haven't won in 50 years. I mean, it's just that whole journey. Just watching that journey from, like, a small kid to, like, the top. I, I fucking love that. I want to be on the top one day. That's why I love watching people win championships. Even though I feel, again, in the long run, it's not that important. I'm all about securing capital. 
because that's to me securing the capital for your for your family's future. That's the most important thing. But winning the championship that's that's a amazing feat and milestone um, in someone's life. But uh, I I enjoyed it. So shout, uh, hats off to the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, the Suns were fun. They'll come back. Um, but honestly, I, I could be wrong. I don't think LeBron James is going to let this shit happen next year. It's going to be very, very interesting to see. And I can say I, I am fully back as an NBA fan. I was gone for a while, and I'm glad to be back. Um, man, so I'm, I'm stressing the pot out a few minutes uh, just because. Just but um, I had a great weekend at the Toledo Funny Bone. I can't remember how many times I've told the story, but the Toledo Funny Bone is a very, very special and important to me. Uh, it was almost nine to years to the day where I got yelled at by Nadia. Uh, it was, so it was nice to come back and, oh, you know what? I did the podcast in the um, in the hotel. So, yeah, I told the story, but the weekend went great. Uh, the whole thing with Nadia and and, and the getting yelled at and being where I was at the time and, and being where I am now, uh, which is I still got a long way to go, but I have to recognize I, I've come a long way. And uh, I feel like I've, I've progressed. I, I did very well. They showed me a, uh, they showed me a lot of love. I sold a ton of shirts. I, all I can say is thank you, Toledo. I had so much fun. Uh, we went to her brother's um, restaurant in downtown um, Toledo called um, Souf, Souf, something like that. Souf. It was a Mediterranean restaurant. We went there for the brunch, and it was fantastic, man. I'm talking fresh, fresh hummus, hummus. Uh, we had these little lamb uh, egg rolls. I got this um, braised lamb bowl with like black rice and these hot peppers. So good. We had a great time. Um, we had a fun moment. Uh, as you guys know, open for Mark Norman a lot. Uh, check him out. He's dope. I mean, if you if you listening to me, you already know him. Um, but um, so like we're 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 at the bar at the restaurant. We're sitting, we're hanging out and stuff, and we're hanging out for about half an hour. And the bartender goes, "You sound so familiar to him." He goes, oh, yeah, I get that. She goes, do you have a podcast or something? He goes, oh, yeah, Tuesdays with stories, and we might be drunk with my buddy Sam. And she goes, oh, my God, you're Mark Norman? He goes, yep. And she goes, my boyfriend is the biggest fan. He's going to freak out. And they took a picture together. She sent it to his boyfriend, and he freaked out. It was just cool, man. I, I like seeing that. Again, bringing, bringing people joy is, is fun. While I may be sad most of the time, it's fun making people feel good. I, I really enjoy it. And making myself happy and feel good is something that I need to work on. And um, I am. So I'm, I'm working on that. I am, um, you know, just as proof. One, look at my hair. I was like, you know what? I want to do this for myself. I did it. It's um, So that's something. And I know this shit sounds dumb, but there was a pair of shoes I really wanted. I bought them and I'm getting them customized. Again, I know it's silly shit, but I'm like, you know what? I want these. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start enjoying myself a little bit more, um, and just, you know, reward myself a, a little bit. And yeah, so that's where I'm at. Um, I, I'm at the the um, DC Improv all weekend with Janelle James and uh, Amina Imani. We did the first show last night. It was so much fun. I had a great time. She has a, a very, very mixed, diverse crowd, young black people, older black people, young uh, whites, uh, older whites. Uh, it was just great, man. It was just such a fun crowd. It was so diverse. And 
Those those crowds are just fun, man. I just those they're just the best because you can hit both sides, all sides, and everyone knows you're just fucking around. It was so much fun. I'm looking forward to the rest of the weekend. I had to come back home last night. My wife has a, a, a prior engagement, so I'm I'm back at the house right now. Um, me and Miles are gonna be hanging out when I get done with this, and I gotta head back up for two shows tonight and two tomorrow. And uh, guys, don't forget my album comes out August sixth. Um, people are showing me screenshots that they that they pre bought. The pre sales are going pretty well, so thank you so much for all the support that you guys have given me so far. I'm trying to think if I missed anything. I don't think I have. So just make sure you guys follow me on all social media at Chris Allen Comedy, A-L-A-N. Get the album. I have some new NPR shows, shirts that are out. If you haven't gotten a Don't Try It On Comedy shirt, make sure you get one. I'm working on a website, and um, I'm excited. I'm going to New York in a couple of weeks. I, I love that city. I get to see my, my buddies. And uh, I'm going to something real fun, and I'll tell you guys about that when I do it. So there's a show. That's the show. I'm out. Peace. Y'all have a great weekend.